Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 443, Spending and Withdrawals During Early Retirement, A Real-World Example, part two, by J.D. Roth of moneyboss.com. And I'm Dan, your host, and this is where I read to you from some of the best blogs on personal finance. Now, today's post is a continuation from yesterday, so if you're new here, I would recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. That would be episode 442. But if you're all caught up, let's hear part two as we continue optimizing your life. Spending and Withdrawals During Early Retirement, A Real-World Example, Part 2, by J.D. Roth of moneyboss.com. My Experience with Early Retirement Spending From my personal experience, spending during retirement, especially early retirement, hasn't been level. There may be some baseline that you tend toward, like reverting to the mean, basically, but some years you spend a lot and some years you spend a little. I look at it as being similar to the stock market. Over the long run, stocks offer a 6.8% real return. That's their average. But average is not normal. Some years, stocks drop 20%. Other years, they're up 40%. But they're very rarely at or near 6.8%. And the same concept applies to spending in early retirement. I achieved financial independence in 2009 when I sold Get Rich Slowly. My income from the site was such that I would have achieved FI in 2011 without the sale. The sale accelerated the process. Since then, both my spending and income have fluctuated wildly each year. In 2010, for instance, I earned six figures. Yes, despite having sold the blog, but spent very little. I had no mortgage. Chris and I grew a lot of our own food. I worked from home. I hadn't yet succumbed to the travel bug. My high income continued for a few years, then dropped off sharply. I believe this is why I was audited by the IRS, although you never can be truly certain. For the past few years, I've been lucky to earn $20,000 in a year although I'm hopeful that I'll earn more now that I've repurchased Get Rich Slowly. Meanwhile, my spending has been, well, variable. During 2012, I didn't spend a lot. When Chris and I got divorced, I moved into a cheap apartment and didn't go out much. When I bought my condo in 2013, however, there were plenty of unplanned expenses. While Kim and I were on the road in the RV for 15 months, our spending was relatively low. But this year? This year, I've spent over $100,000. Fortunately, most of this spending is non-consumer in nature buying Get Rich Slowly, remodeling the house, but it's still spending. My experience with early retirement withdrawals. So that's how I spend my money in early retirement. But how do I actually get the cash to spend? How do I convert it from investment accounts to my checking account? That too tends to vary. In the early years, when I was still earning a lot of money, I didn't need to draw on my investment portfolio. 
My spending was funded by my income, just like it always had been, and I had money left over to add to my stash. After my income dried up, I had to change my approach. I had to start tapping my investment accounts. Until this year, I did that by taking lump sums. I try to maintain a balance in my checking account of between $10,000 and $20,000. That's my working capital, I guess. When my balance drops below $5,000, I look at my anticipated expenses for the next six to 12 months, then cash out one mutual fund or another. I also found that I had to redeem shares when I had big one-time expenses. Buying a condo, time to sell. Buying an RV, time to sell. Buying back Get Rich Slowly, time to sell. There's a huge downside to this approach, of course. Every time I sell shares from a mutual fund, I take a tax hit. Generally speaking, this tax hit is pretty low, the 15% long-term capital gains rate, but it still stings. Earlier this year, I decided I wanted to take a different approach in the future. Instead of making lump sum withdrawals, I wanted a steady, reliable source of income. I met with my investment advisor, and he and I restructured how my accounts work. Instead of reinvesting interest and dividends, my mutual funds now kick out money into a cash account. I haven't been using this new approach long enough, and this year has had two huge expenses, so I'm not sure what the actual implications are. My guess, based on the assumptions my planner and I made, is that my taxable investment account will supply around $15,000 per year. Combined with my income from other sources, this will be enough to cover day-to-day expenses, but I'll still have to cash out lump sums anytime I have a major unexpected expense. Because I don't want to take the lump sum approach, one of my medium-term financial goals is to build a balance in some sort of cash or cash-like account. I want for this to be my source of operational expenses. If things go well at Get Rich Slowly, my income from that site can serve as the funding source for the new account. So that's how I handle retirement withdrawals and expenses. But I'm just one guy, and a strange one at that. You just listened to part two of the post titled Spending and Withdrawals During Early Retirement, a real-world example by J.D. Roth of moneyboss.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear, upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, 
affordable, reliable. And that should do it for today. Thank you so much for being here as always and listening each and every day. I will see you in the Thursday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.